do so is we got a good formula split, split squat whole food protein david yeah, finish yeah, yeah. us out this is the end you have to have a vision for where you're going if you okay. do not have a vision you don't know where you're going now there's there's three terms of of self love self-esteem which is essentially the stable the stability part the the basis of you have to love who you are self-confidence is great that's going to get you in any room with believing in yourself but self-efficacy is the most important piece that most people Haven't miss. heard of that self-efficacy is living as today in the person that you are going to be tomorrow All right, so we are recording this podcast live at Monarch in West Hollywood. Max Lugavere, Ben Patrick, knees over toes. How are you feeling, Max? Ben just threw us through a epic workout, uh, sled pushing in every other knees over toes thing you can think of. How are you feeling over there? It's such a privilege getting to work out with the legend himself. It is, it is. Yeah, knees over toes guy. Uh, I was just saying I'm excited to see whether or not I'm sore tomorrow because he put me through some it didn't it didn't feel like um, We weren't using like crazy heavy weight, but they were the movements were completely novel to my body And so like, you know, I feel like that's probably an incredible stimulus. So I'm excited to to feel the aftermath Well, I want to ask Ben this because it's something we've never done before and people in society They don't really know what it is and it's it's something that's new and when things are new it's it's almost like man this can't be right it has to be the way it's been it has to be heavy squats and deadlifts but then like me and max both come in here we're like ben dude our backs are killing us help <laughs> us out so why is what you do it's different but why is different a good thing ben well if you look at society right now some things aren't going too well yeah <laughs> knees good point and backs are two of those things that aren't going too well we see plenty of health things that aren't going too well. I see things in the education system that aren't going too well. Why assume we can't do something about it? Mm. So yeah, I took a I took a swing, but realized that I used knees over toes training, something that I thought I should not do. I used it to rehab knees that were so bad I couldn't play basketball to the point that I got a division one scholarship only to get there and be told that I couldn't do the very exercises that got me there. Mm. So the, the, the system the surgeries I went through, the drugs I was addicted to for my knees, finding out there were simple solutions and then finding out I was going to be suppressed from even applying those solutions to myself. I mean, it played my hand. So amazing. And he's over toes guy. Yeah. And you used to get, you were saying before we started rolling, you used to get tons of hate too. Like mm. when you first got started, right? When I first got started for sure. Uh, fortunately, if you don't pay attention, uh, or if you don't respond to it or stoop to that level, well, I could see, okay, people are, coming at it initially out of like no knees over toes we've been told no knees over toes it's well so i have to educate better on it yeah and I, I succeeded in educating on that like if you if you looked from a side angle at pushing a sled and going backward with the sled you'd see that you're doing knees over toes training mm. the whole time so the idea is not to run from problems that we have but to figure out a solution hmm some people online i feel like seem to have an allergic reaction to novel <laughs> ideas you know it's it's a huge yeah. problem like yeah. i mean i get it there's probably we probably have an innate bias against concepts that are unfamiliar to us there's this tendency for people to be down on what they're not up on whereas i think a more appropriate way to respond especially to somebody who's like field tested all of the you know the the protocols that you've that you've advocated for 
It's like we should approach these these ideas with like an open mind, especially if they don't do harm and if they have the potential to help people. What I, do you think? I, I agree. Yeah, <laughs> I think the hate gave me a lot of. Yeah, I think it, it hurt a lot at first, and and I don't think I've completely solved hate as a subject. I yeah. think I just had to realize, well, I'm gonna wake up tomorrow and try to help people, and wake up tomorrow and try to help people. Love and, it. And I would agree with you. I I don't know exactly what makes certain people tick differently than other people and because i even before i went even before i became knees over toes guy i wasn't hating on people online yeah so i don't have a reality with what it's like to be a hater online right but i would say we've we've probably all experienced to some degree resisting something that's new like that probably is there's some degree you're right probably have something natural about resisting something mm. that's new but it's funny to, when you see like any great thing that's created be, when it is created everybody points at it and like they they throw hate at it they say that it can't work because it's never been done before. And I would think that's more out of people's validation. Everybody's validating, seeking themselves to feel like they're important and to feel like they matter and to feel like, well, you know, if this person can do it, well, why, who is he to do this? And, and I would almost put that under the, the terms of, man, just underestimating yourself. I, I was curious, you work with some of the top athletes in the world yeah. and it's interesting you can be the best athlete in the world and you still have haters. Like, what do you tell guys like that? Like, what do you tell an athlete? Does it bother them? What, what do you tell It them? actually does bother them. And the thing that I tell them is that if, if someone's throwing hate at you, that means you're doing something great. That means you're doing something new. That means you're doing something novel. Most of the people that are throwing hate on Twitter or social media are probably living in their mom's basement and never doing anything <laughs> exactly. good for themselves. <laughs> and it's the, I think, Max, you said it well before this of like, if Brad Pitt gets a bad review on a movie he's not going after the person on social media because he's brad pitt he's brad freaking pitt yeah i have this um you know my 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 philosophy on this is that like i like to you never want to punch down or even horizontally you know and this isn't about like social media followers it's generally like like I'm very comfortable punching up, you know, like I'm punch, I, I feel comfortable punching up when I feel like there's like overregulation in certain areas, when I feel like there's, you know, if the, for example, I talk a lot about how, you know, it's, it's problematic that say 95% of people that, that determine the dietary guidelines for Americans every five years have ties to the food industry and the pharmaceutical mm, industry. Yep. Like I think that's a problem and I don't mind calling that out, but to call out like somebody on social media like it doesn't make any sense it's like such a waste of energy time it's yeah it's just not worth anybody here's yeah. energy for yeah. sure yeah 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 i looked up some stats on this check this out this is incredible 31 percent of adults worldwide have more confidence based on clear skin 31 that's almost one third of people like hey you got clear skin you're more confident get this better looking people meaning of just the term the clear skin as we're putting that with earn 12 percent more financially over their lifetime 12 percent more that that literally could be millions of dollars you are investing a lot into the lab into the science into yeah. the research it is so far a no-brainer why anybody would try would use anything else other than one skin like is there any is there anything like you can even think of that makes sense like i'm trying to and i can't i want to say out of the kindness of your guys heart you are providing for our listeners a special 
pricing code, which will be in the show notes. So look in the show notes to try out OneSkin for yourself. Strongly recommend to subscribe to our newsletter. We want to empower everyone because we know that the choices that we are making today will definitely impact how you're, oh. you know, are going to age tomorrow. It, it, it reminds me of a study that was done by Lafrain and Newman too, in the worst case scenario thoughts, living in the what ifs. We live in the what ifs so much. We live in the worrying about what other people think, what I like to call the allodaxophobic. Lafrain and Newman did a study and 92.7% of worst case scenarios do not ever happen, hmm. never occur. So we live in this fear of what other people think about us. Well, what if this happens? The what ifs, the what ifs, but the what ifs become one of the most debilitating things to even taking any action towards our vision and goals because we're worried about, well, what if we do this and we fail? What if we do this and what will people think of us? What will they, if they, will they laugh at us? So we're, we're basically becoming paralyzed from taking action towards what we know, like Ben's saying, hey, doing something that actually matters, that has purpose, that is serving others, but we don't do it because we're worried of what's gonna happen on the other end of what people are gonna say. Yeah, but you guys are like lions, and you know what they say about lions, right? A lion doesn't concern himself with the opinions of sheep. Right. And so nice. you you might innately believe that, like whether or not you've ever heard that saying or actually think of yourself as a lion. Right. It's like there's an innate drive in you that that disregards, you know, whether you're cognizant of it or not, like the opinions of other people. Right. Like if you were overly concerned with what other people thought of you, like you wouldn't like you wouldn't have done probably a fraction of the things that you've accomplished each in your lives. That's a good point. That's, that's, a good point. that's so true. Since we're on a short podcast. I would love to get your guys' basics. I mentioned uh, using a sled. If you have access to a sled, not just pushing the sled, but going backward with the sled. For me, this would be a basic because you're getting cardio, you're getting leg strength, you're getting foot strength. You're actually having to push through your toes on every step. And then in addition to that, not thinking about stretching and strengthening as two separate things, but actually getting stronger through stretch positions. For me, like those are my basics. Those are 90% of the results. Uh, it's just mastering those basics. So I was curious for, for Max to share to my followers, what are your basics on health? Because this is like, this is something that's affecting all of us. It's affecting our families. As you mentioned, there are powers that be that profit on us not doing well. So we have to be, Man. we have to, we have to know what we're doing. What are our basics? Yeah, we have to have agency. We have to be our own advocates. And I think like the low hanging fruit for most people, well, for one, you have to, we obviously wanna, we wanna optimize for body composition. We wanna look good. We wanna feel good. We wanna feel confident. We wanna optimize for physical performance, athletic performance, what have you. But we also wanna keep the long game in mind, which is our lifespan and our health span. And so for me, the low hanging fruit for most people is gonna be really minimizing consumption of ultra processed foods, which are the foods that typ typically hang out in the aisles of our supermarkets, which now account for 60% of the calories that your average adult consumes. And these are the packaged shelf stable, um, products with seemingly infinite shelf lives, innumerable ingredients on their ingredients lists, half of which you can't pronounce, which okay. I think is, you know, not the end all be all indicator of an ultra processed food or even a food that's bad for you, but it's a good proxy marker. Like if a food has a lot of ingredients that you can't pronounce, some people might argue and say that, oh, naturalistic fallacy, but actually it's a pretty good, you know, it correlates, that correlates pretty tightly with a food product that's ultra processed, right? Like made in a plant as opposed to something that's made from plants or animal source foods. And so, 
We know now that these foods are associated with early mortality, increased risk for conditions like dementia, for cancer. And so you really want to base your diet around whole foods, the foods that hang out around the perimeter of the supermarket, perishable fresh foods. And there, there's almost an inverse ratio of how processed something is and how good it is for us and then flip it back on how heavily it's marketed at us because 100%. there's so much room for profit margin to market. You never see like two crazy hot chicks marketing mangoes or something. No. <laughs> like, but they, they, the, there's so much money to be made on processed food. So it's like we all walk out there in society with that already rigged against us. But w what are the other basics that we need to be aware of and armed with? So eating more whole foods. Eating more whole foods and then prioritizing protein. Now, when I say prioritizing protein, I don't mean like you know, eating a hamburger with a side of fries and a small Coke because you've got the protein, obviously, in the beef <laughs> patty. I mean, prioritizing lean protein, right? Like like optimizing for protein calories in your diet because protein is very difficult for your body to store as fat. From an evolutionary standpoint, it would be silly for your body to prioritize storing protein as fat because protein is used to sculpt your musculature, right? And to create the enzymes and the neurotransmitters in your body. We're made of protein. It's the most satiating macronutrient. So for anybody who struggles with hunger pangs and wants to lose weight, it's like the primary tool that should be used to assuage your hunger, to basically like bring your hunger down. If you're hungry, reach for something high in protein because people who tend to consume more protein eat less energy. They consume less energy from carbohydrates and fat. Fat is very easily stored as fat and carbohydrates can be stored as fat when we overconsume them. So definitely prioritize protein you get a, th a bit of a thermic free ride. In fact, about a third of the calories, a quarter to a third of the calories that we ingest via protein are burnt off via the thermic effect of feeding alone. And it supports your musculature, as I mentioned. It's highly satiating. And also when we eat high protein foods, and I'm talking primarily of animal source foods, actually, they tend to, those amino acids, which constitute protein, tend to ride along with other really important micronutrients like mm. zinc, like vitamin B12, like choline, nutrients that we know support our brain health which plays a pivotal role in physical performance and every other aspect of our being. That feeling when you are just recharged, you don't have any sickness, no ailments, you have full optimal energy, you are functioning at your highest level. You wanna recreate that? Yeah, sure, you do, I do, we all do. And then you can times it by 10. What I'm about to tell you is going to blow your mind. So hold on here, this, this is real hyperbaric chamber if you don't know what it is look it up right now look up eleve health e-l-e-v-e health.com it's an oxygen miracle what it is hbot the hyperbaric chamber it's a simple and non-invasive therapy where you go into this it places a body in a pressurized environment that allows extra oxygen to dissolve in the blood plasma and travel freely throughout your circulatory system, getting more red blood cells flowing naturally to the body's function. It's going to help you kill off any harmful bacteria. It's going to help you detox, increase your oxygen concentration, resist and fight infection, heal wounds faster, improve oxygen supply, reduce swelling, stop infection, lower inflammation, all while you're relaxing in the chamber. I, I, I kid you not, this is what the pros, the top Olympic athletes, what everybody uses for the highest optimization recovery. This is called Hyperbaric Chamber, HBOT, from Eleve Health, E-L-E-V-E, -E -E, health.
Com. Message me separately, too, if you want to get a specific deal on this. Check it out as you're a sports team, if you're an individual, if you're just somebody who loves optimization, it will be an absolute life changer for you. Something I think would be really interesting for people to hear. Max, what are you eating on a daily basis? I was going to ask the what same would right be, now. <laughs> what would be on your plate if I walk into Max Lugavere's life? Yeah, I take a protein-forward approach. So every meal um, What's is... Bre- do you eat breakfast? Yeah, I eat breakfast. What yeah. is it? Yeah, I mean, walk us through. And I'm not carb phobic at all. Like I think carb carbohydrates are, are incredibly important for supporting, you know, like physical performance. Like right? you said today before the workout, you had carbs. What, yeah. What carbs did you eat? Yeah. So t- I've been experimenting with like pre-workout, like some some oatmeal. I, I do like organic gluten-free oatmeal to try to minimize like glyphosate exposure. And you know, I'm, mm. I choose to do a, a gluten-free diet. But um, but I think oats, you know, oats can support immune function. They've got a great source of soluble fiber from beta-glucans. There's good research on on oats, you know. And so I'm not like you have protein with that. Yeah, definitely. I mix in lately. I've been obsessed with casein protein, which is oh. a very slow digesting dairy protein. So it's delicious, actually. It's like I make these overnight oats with uh, with dairy milk. I'm a big fan of dairy, hmm. and I stir in some casein protein in the morning. Um, and then well, I'd have to say eating eating oats and dairy, you're definitely not an extremist on diet. No, <laughs> no. Well, here's the it's thing. Tasty. I will. Here's the thing. I do eat a low. I I do eat. Uh, a low grain diet and in the past I've been grain free but I have been experimenting because I'm not I I, I aim to not be dogmatic in my recommendations and even with my own diet like I'm always experimenting I'm always trying to learn and then share what I'm learning with others and I used to for a long time I was doing fasted workouts and I feel really strong on fasted workouts I think I'm benefiting especially in the morning like I benefit from that cortisol that morning that diurnal cortisol pattern which we all get when we wake up our that you know that hormone cortisol which is our our body's chief waking hormone is at its peak primarily like in the morning and so i would feel really good doing that but then i started i took a boxing during the pandemic and i noticed that without carbs in my system i would like i would be so much weaker like i would bonk way quicker and so now i've been experimenting with like pre-workout carbohydrates um and I've also been on a bit of a cut, like a dietary, like I've been kind of tightening things You're up a little bit. definitely shredded right now. Thanks, man. I appreciate coming from you. That means a lot. Hey, he really is. I've <laughs> seen you for years. This is your most shredded, man. Well, I'm not a bodybuilder, but I wanted to approach my diet temporarily as if I were getting cut for like, you know, maybe it was like a show or something. I don't know. That was just you know sort of the mindset. Also, that's a, it is also a mindset. You told yourself you are going to be a bodybuilder. Yeah. Instead of saying, hey, I'm not a bodybuilder, I can't do this, I'm going to train like a bodybuilder. I'm doing the same thing with Ben. In my mind, I have a limiting belief. I've never dunked a basketball. I played professional basketball. Ben says, it's hey, happening. by 40, <laughs> you can dunk. And he's so confident in it. Me, myself, I'm like, no, there's no chance. <laughs> but if I limit myself on saying there's no chance that I can do it, I've already defeated myself there. There is. Well, yeah, I mean, like I knew about the science of fat loss, but you know, you have data and then you have experience. And so I wanted to actually like do it to learn from that experience. And one of the most important things when losing body fat is you have to, you wanna maintain your muscle as best as you possibly can. And carbohydrates are so important because it allows you to keep up that intensity in the gym, which is like mission critical Mm. to sending Mm. the signal to your body look, we need to get rid of the fat. Like the fat is our firewood. We want to burn the fat and we want to keep our muscle. So you want to prioritize protein. That's another reason why protein is super important. And carbohydrates really do help, particularly when you're in a calorie deficit. Like if you look at, this isn't rocket science. Like if you look at any bodybuilder when they're prepping for like a show, they're keeping their carbohydrates high up until like the very last moment until they really have to cut back even those. Yeah. 
but um but yeah carbs are great you know one of the coolest things though like you're talking about it, it really comes back to the basics the simplicity of it you're not eating processed foods you're prioritizing protein you're utilizing carbs in the right situations you can get so detailed and nuanced and anything when you get into it even with jumping and working out it's it's really basic at the start like you're saying hey move you know just move is the most basic then you can get so detailed in the middle of it oh you can be like oh it's got to be keto it's got to be animal based eat an organ have a bull testicle whatever it might be do this lift do this workout but then at the end of it it's so simple again it's just it is what it is and it comes back from the simple to the di difficult to the simple now you both as experts in your field have made it simple again so I bring the question to you, Ben, as a freak jumping through the gym, looking like Zion Williamson dunking. What is what is <laughs> what are you what are your workouts that you're doing? Yeah, I mean, it, I ran a gym for eight years, and by the end of it, my conclusion is there was no such thing as a workout that didn't start with the sled, and that's mm, because I don't know staple. any other solution that you can get healing at the same time as strengthening. And Say that again. I think that's so important. I don't know any other exercise where you can get such a strong healing effect healing. for the body wow. while Never getting your strength in your cardio. So Never usually when you think of performance, you think, ooh, I'm gonna have to undergo some really shocking tear the muscles. for my body with higher risk. I might have to squat and deadlift super heavy. And it's not that those don't have value, but if you can build on a foundation of the sled and then from there build on a foundation of having strength through your various stretch positions, you become not only more healed from the sled, but also more bulletproofed from the strength through stretch mm -hmm. position. So when, you're, when your body's healed and harder to hurt, well then you can go out and you can practice jumping pain-free as if you had a younger body, as if you had a better body genetically. So, uh, for, so for jumping, just as I said at the start, so whether you're wanting to dunk or whether you're 80 years old and you wanna exercise, it's still gonna be the same basics for me. And I'm sure that's the same if Max was trying to help someone 80 or trying to help someone with their diet who was pursuing dunking, which would require more strength, less resistance in the body, less body fat, and he's gonna prioritize protein and whole foods. Yeah. So that's kind of what I was personally looking for, is like, what are the basics? Man, I got two kids, I'm worried about my business. Yeah. I don't take any <clears throat> supplements. I don't, I, I'm, I find myself very interested in the basics. Did we do any warm up before the workout? No, we just no. got into the sled. Yeah. That's what's so cool about it. Whether you're young or you're 80, you can belt up and you can start yeah. sledding because yeah. it's gentle in the body. So it's this basic that saves me so much time that gets so many different effects. And, and I think it's the same. Max, because he's prioritizing real food and protein, he can experiment with his carbs. He can do different things because it's sure. built on the same basic. Totally. And the other, thing, the other thing that I, that I noticed about it that I mentioned, that it, it, there's something about sledding that feels really ancient. Like it's a movement that our ancestors have been doing for it's millennia. True. You know, like your body, like you, <laughs> your body knows how to push something, <laughs> yeah. right? Like across the floor, like even before yeah. the advent of the wheel. Like this is something yeah. that human beings have been doing. Homo sapiens have been doing. Yeah. It's like and, a farmer. And dragging things backward. Yeah. yeah. Pushing yeah. a pushing a sled like a farmer called farmer carries in it okay so sled and what else what else would and you strength say your through length is the best way to call it which is a variety of exercises but it means not just stretching an area or doing strengthening for an area but actually strengthening through stretched positions for the area so the an example is that mm. full range of motion split squat full range of motion seated good morning everything we did was getting stronger through stretch positions Oh, so the, cool. the, the hamstring ones. What are those called? The Nordics? Even a Nordic, you're oh, actually having to get try stronger those. as you approach a more lengthened position. Max and I have both torn our hamstrings after that. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I was going to ask you, though, David, what are your 
Like if, like if I was in an elevator and you're like, Ben, I'm 16. I want to make the NBA. Oh. Sleds and full split squats. <laughs> Nordic spice. Like, no, but that's. But, and eat but protein. If, but if the same person says. No, you know what? I, I, the same person yeah. says, David, I want to, I want to have a great life. Like what? You're in the elevator. What do you what do you tell him totally. mentally? What do you tell him to? So one of the best things that you can do so is we got a good is, formula. Sled, split squat, whole food, protein. David, yeah, finish yeah, yeah. us out. This is the end. You have to have a vision for where you're going. If you okay. do not have a vision, you don't know where you're going. Now there's there's three terms of of self love, self esteem, which is essentially the stable the stability part, the the basis of you have to love who you are. Self confidence is great. That's going to get you in any room with believing in yourself but self-efficacy is the most important piece that most people Haven't miss. Heard of that. Self-efficacy is living as today in the person that you are going to be tomorrow. Hmm. So a tool that I would give a young kid he says hmm. and I did this with an NBA player Domata Sabonis who's an NBA yeah. all-star. I mean, what, how big is his contract? I mean, his contract is fat. Max Plus. deal contract. Yeah hmm, he's made right. over 300 million in the NBA. He said when he came and started training in 2018 in Santa Monica, I asked him what his goals are, what his vision is. He said he wanted to be an all-star. I was like, hey, that's pretty vague. What does no offense to him, but I didn't think he was very good. He was coming off the bench for yeah. the Pacers. And now he's like a star. Yeah. I was like, what the heck happened? Max is like, NBA, what's that? Yeah, I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> well, this guy, this guy, honestly, I did not think was very good. No. And now he's like a superstar. Oh, wow. He was an all-NBA player. Yeah. So he said he wants to be an all-star. I was like, okay, okay, so let's get really specific and detailed with it because once you have a vision, then you basically you work your way back from that where goals become mile markers to the bigger vision. Think of a treasure map. That gold is at the end of the treasure map. There's X's that are going to lead you there. So I said, all right, Domus, when are you going to be an NBA all-star? He said, 2020, so two years. 2020, where's the game at? Chicago, Illinois. What's the date? February 18th. When's tip-off? 7.30 p.m. So these are the specifics and he put this into his lock screen on his phone. Hmm. Americans, they touch their, their phone, they see their screen 2,146 times on average per day. So think about how much you are seeing this goal. So everything he did every day was based on how can he take a step closer to that? When he felt like, you know what, I don't feel like working out, he's gonna touch his phone and he's gonna see that. It's that hmm. subconscious development. And then obviously we would just, so the three tools to become an NBA all-star or what I've seen in very high performers are, hammering down on your strength knowing what your god-given strength is and you hammer on it so you go domus sabonis was really good in the post we were going to work in the post which is close to the basket make him the best that he could possibly be from there insatiable drive this is the do i drag you to the gym ben or do you drag me to the gym it's the biggest difference maker if they actually internally wanted that bad he has to have that and then relentless consistency which is the day in day out no matter how you feel pouring in one percent just one percent step forward 2020 he becomes an nba all-star he's been a three-time all-star since then max deal contract so i would tell I that i would have bet against it oh yeah yeah, I mean, yeah i'm a basketball guy and i didn't think he was going to be that good so there's obviously something going on there that's results i would tell that kid too like put it on your lock screen your goals with these mile markers, your vision, put it on your on your your fridge. I have a picture of myself speaking in an audience at Madison Square Garden, hundreds of thousands of people. It's not me. It's actually a friend of mine, Trevor Noah, with my head cut off and put onto <laughs> into it. So I see it every day when I go to the fridge. Start living that self-efficacy of who you are going to be. No, I love that, and it reminds me of one of my favorite uh, quotes, is which is um, dress for the job you want. Good. Or maybe it's not a quote. It's like just a, ph a philosophy, yeah. a life philosophy. You know, the way you do anything is the way you do everything. And like 
dress in life in in I mean obviously I'm talking literally in terms of how you show up but also you know how you present yourself intellectually as well for yeah, the job you want right so always good. be thinking about it. So good. you can see my um here we go you can see my schedule so this is all my yeah. notes. so at the top what's the first thing on the upper left you see 2301 yeah 2301 that's, that's how many knee success stories have been sent to me that I've personally wow. read. Wow, wow. So before I look at any note, like this runs my life, what time, What? where am I going, everything I do. So I have to open that up like dozens of times a day. And the see first that. thing I yeah. see is how many knee success stories have been sent Love to me. Love that. So, but, it, it, it so there's something there's something to this stuff. But, I, yeah. I, and let me end it on this as we wrap it up here. Both of these guys standing here next to me, Ben and Max, they're not doing it for their own ego, their own self-gain, their own followers. Seeing how excited Ben just got about that knee success story, seeing the people that Max has changed their life and how many people he's told me about, or you see it on social media, that is what it's all about. None of this us together is saying, hey, how can we make ourselves, make our names more famous? It's not it at all. It all comes back to what you can do with the gifts you've been given through yourself for the betterment of others. That, that's my final takeaway is what I got from this is that when people are asking me for advice, go build tools, skills for yourself that you can help other people with. You guys saw how obsessive I got and excited I got when, you, yeah. when we got into the workout and I'm doing these details. and. I look back, I'm like, geez, man, I get so fired up about exercise. Yeah, you do have but passion, man. But I, but that's that's the other thing I, I have. If you see right next to the number of success stories is what's the top thing it says? This is unbelievable. <laughs> it's unbelievable. I get to help people for a little. Like, yeah, yeah. I literally yeah. look at that all the time throughout it. the day. How many knee stores? And then this is, un- like, I got to be grateful. I get to go help people. But But anyone can build these skills of being able to help other people. So all three of us, that's literally our job. Like we're not NBA players. <laughs> we get to help people. Like mm. that's our job. Very lucky. And that mm. man, you never, I shouldn't say never, but I think you're less likely to burn out if your game is helping other people. Cause there's, it's a bigger job than just, oh, me dunking a basketball. Amen, brother. Mm. Amen. So that, that's my takeaway. Anyone out there, you're just wondering for advice on life. Build tools in yourself that you can use to help other people mm. and keep some sort of measurement of that. Even if it's arbitrary, what's a knee success story? I can, I'm the only person who can determine, there's no exact measurement of what is a knee success story. Um, I determine that for myself, but that, it, it keeps me fueled. It gives me a happy life. Final words, guys? Amen. No, I'm just, that's it. Honored to know you guys, to be in your inner circle, yeah. Same, this is hey, unbelievable. Hey, round one, ready, break. <laughs> one, two, three, break. <laughs>